Before we get started on today's show, let's talk about how you could get in touch with us. You can email us at let's talk at first comes love, then comes marriage.com. You could call us and leave a voicemail at 347 True Love, 347 878 5683. You can also direct message us on Instagram at first comes love TCM. Lindsay and Aaron sitting in a tree. K I S S I N G. First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes a baby and the baby. Hey y'all, welcome to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Aaron Jackson. And on this 15th episode, we're talking about family and gratefulness. So listen up. Let's go. Welcome back to First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> My name is Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Aaron Jackson. And I want to ask you, sticking on the theme of family, how are you or how do you feel like you are with my family, with my in-laws? Talk a little bit about family. I'm like, they're my in-laws. Oh, well, yeah. yes. Okay, you're, yeah. you're in-laws, my mm-hmm. family. I would say... I, I feel like I get along well, and is it how do I get along with them, or like how do I get along with them? Those are like two different questions, so I'll, I'll try to you, tackle them both. Okay, what do you think? Yeah. I feel like I am myself at all times, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I don't really change up for people. So it's... Your family has, for the most part, I would say 90% accepted me as I am, who I am, as I am. That helps a lot because I don't have to, you know, fake it, right? I If if somebody is the way they are and I'm the way I am, some people you click with and some people you don't. And that goes with everybody, yeah, including family and not family. So the thing about us, we've known each other since forever, what is forever? What, third grade? Yeah. That's all. So we've known each other since forever. I've known you longer than I've not known you, right? Yes. All of your family, immediate family, knows right. me. Right. And so the people that you are close with are closer to me. And the people that you have a, you know, was it a business relationship almost? What is it called? <laughs> not cordial. Cordial. Okay. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> you know, some fam- relationship. family members that you are cordial with, then I'm usually cordial with. Like I don't, I don't see myself really close with somebody that you're just like okay with. Right. You know. Yeah. Because it always goes through you. Mm, so you don't feel like you can just go straight to my family now. We've been married six years. Am I still the, as your word last time, intermediary in between? You and my family. No, not at all. If I got something to say, I'm going to say it. Okay. <laughs> but because once we got married, marriage is a big deal for us. And once we got married, it was like, oh, we're we're family. Your sisters are my sisters. Your brother is my brother. Like, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Your mom is my mom. Your dad is my dad. Mm-hmm. And we locked that in, and we established that quick. And I call your mom mom. I don't call her an in-law. I don't know how... 
is that a cultural thing or not? It might be. Because, because we don't do in-laws, we, do... we don't do stepsister, half-sisters, we don't do half-brothers, like all that stuff, stepdads. We don't, I, I mean, yeah, I think that might be a cultural thing. Because I don't say in-laws, I say in love. Right, your so, mother in love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, I rarely say that. I usually just say mom and dad. Yeah. Or my sister. If I got to clarify for people, then I'll be like, Lindsay's sister. Mom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but on my phone, sometimes Siri gets messed up because I'm like, call mom, and your mom will answer. And I'm like, oh, Siri, you messed <laughs> up again. But I, I feel like being myself and you loving me so much and is almost a choice for them. Do you want Aaron or not? Right? And if it's you don't like Aaron, then... I love Aaron, then I'm just going to have to choose him. And I think everybody in your family knows the choice is me. Right. And so they choose to accept. So that's how I feel. How do you feel about it? And you with my family. Well, okay. So I think that sometimes it may take time to develop a relationship depending upon the particular person. And the only reason why I say that is because Like you said, you're a naturally genuine person. And the the family that I'm closest to on your side is probably the closest to my age. And then the other family, you know, I got to know over time. And so it's just, I, I think, same thing. Your family is my family. Your mom is my mom. Your sister is my sister. And so we've established that. But your family also did something different in where before we got married, like, your sisters took me to eat. You remember that? Yeah, they, <laughs> they threatened you. They, 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 they tried to. I, I, I can't be threatened. <laughs> but I remember, mind you, again, we've known each other all of our lives. What's all our lives? All our lives since third grade. Exactly. And so I was like, they were like, we want to take you to dinner. And this was literally like maybe couple a couple before, of days yeah. before because we were all coming in from different states or out of the country. And they were like, we're going to take you to eat. We went to Island Burger. And... They said all three of them sat on the opposite side of the table and was like, hey, so, you know, what's going on or not what's going on, but what are your intentions? Don't break my brother's heart. You know, all this uh, tried to be real hardcore with me. But I, I appreciated them because, you know, they love you so much. You're the baby of five. And that was hilarious to me. <laughs> but I, I, I appreciated them understanding the gravity of our marriage, meaning we're going into this and this is forever. You are going to be my sister forever. I'm going to be in your life forever. And so I see that as such, you know, it's a bond that is like we're bonded without you. And I think I like, I, I know that I like that the way that it's going, the trajectory that all of my relationships are going with your family, my family. Yes, because I feel like you could call anybody on on my side, right, and talk to them freely without me. And I, I, I could do that the same with your family. Yeah, and I have. And the funny thing is, is I'm the type of person where I, if I have something to say, it's going to, you know, and I, I need to say it to you. It's going to fester. And then I'm going to, I've called your family. And if I have a problem, like, okay, I'm not even going to go through you anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call your brother or your sister or whomever and talk about it. We got to talk about these things. And that's the same thing that I would do with my own personal family. Uh, so 
we have a, a relationship that yes. is unique. <laughs> yes. You have to build, it's like the introduction and then you build your own relationship. Yeah. But okay. So I guess, you know what I'm thinking about around Thanksgiving? Wait, yes. What are you thinking? No, go ahead. <laughs> I think okay because around Thanksgiving you have a tendency to or holidays in general to mix family and how do you feel like our families mix together well I I suggest that nobody mix families this Thanksgiving <laughs> or holiday season That's because true. of uh, the pandemic and COVID-19 so I strongly suggest that everybody keeps their distance our families mix very well because we grew the, grew up the same culturally. Like, we went to the same church. Mm-hmm. And so we were both enthralled in that core value mm-hmm. of church and God and Christ. Not the church of God and Christ, but church, God, Christ. Yes. All, yeah, so, <laughs> and so that really helps us intermingle because with all our differences, there's a commonality to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that really helps one thing that really helps our marriage, I feel, is the acceptance of your parents of me and my parents of you. Like, they call you daughter. Your mom calls me son. Your dad called me son. Like, these are these are things that we didn't have to struggle with, mm-hmm. you know, during the marriage even though on all the am i wrongs she agrees with you (laughs) (laughs) my mom yes yes but and it seems like my family always agrees with me always but that's that's a different that's a a conditioning thing to me because clearly your family is on a whole nother level nobody else would agree with you and your sister will be like i think aaron's right okay girl your mom will say you're right (laughs) no matter what okay but 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 i'm what i was like getting to is that with that relationship, that's an extra thing of not pulling us apart when we have to say your side, my side, your side. As everybody is there supporting us in our marriage. And I, I really feel that's helpful because it's nice that I have a relationship with your mom and I had a relationship with your dad where I can, you know, look to them. I could talk to them. I could get their advice because like you said, they raised you, and so they might have a different perspective than what I have when I'm doing my MR wrongs. Like, she, yeah. she's the one who raised you, yeah. so I can get that perspective from her instead of me being, you know, just like I know everything. This girl's mine, type of thing, and having a bad relationship, a sour relationship with my parents. with with your parents. No, I agree. It's so funny because it it brings back to my memory. Uh, your relationship with your mom and in the beginning of our marriage or prior to like when we were engaged uh, I was your mom is so important to you and most moms are you know especially to their boys but your mom is so important to you and I remember understanding that and respecting that and wanting to respect that relationship but at the same time establish who I was in your life. And I know that, you know, all the movies and, you know, everything that I see, it's like you have to have this friction between the new daughter coming and the mother. And I didn't want that. And I remember going to eat. It was just the three of us. And I was like, okay, I I get why Aaron is like this because of the person that raised him, because of your mom. And it just, it, it really makes me appreciate her because I love you so much. 
I love her so much because I'm like, she did an excellent job. Her son's amazing. Mm, but <laughs> mm, Yeah. And she was like one of my main teachers. I had two she teachers in homeschool. So pivotal. So <laughs> she was there like the the whole time. And I'm her favorite. But yeah, it could wax. be Okay. <laughs> it could be a problem in some relationships to grow and to support each other if you don't have the support of family. And so like you said, our family is is very supportive of us even when we go through our hard times, not even with each other, but just in life. And they're there to support us, all of them. Your family will come to me and my family will go to you and check in. And that's important. So in dealing with family, and it is Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Today we're releasing this on Thanksgiving 2020. I've noticed that sometimes family does, does not know the boundary that they have. So we came up with a list, right? These are our top five things that you shouldn't ask, bring up, do, mm -hmm. talk about. <laughs> so what you got? Okay. N number five? Number five. Number five. <laughs> do not ask a couple, when are they getting married? Mm. Yes. I do not understand that question. I never understood that question because if you ask the woman, she don't know. You know, she she's sitting there, she waiting. So now you putting pressure, pressure on, her. on her and then on him. Now you asking him and he's probably, if he was thinking about it, he's like, don't bring it up. Or if he wasn't, it's, no, no, you don't have to introduce that. And I have a rule and this is gonna go for a lot of them. If you do not plan on financially supporting the couple in whatever you're asking them, you really should ask. So unless you're putting in on a wedding, putting in on whatever else you're asking them, I personally, I wouldn't ask. That's a good one. Yeah, for the guy's perspective, one, if he was gonna ask, maybe he was gonna ask this Thanksgiving. Yikes. And you're messing it up. Like, just let it rock. It's always that person. Number four, what you got? Number four. Do not introduce new relationships. Don't bring a new person to the family dinner, especially this year. Yeah. I mean, especially this year, don't bring somebody you met two weeks ago at a COVID tender, whatever, and you want to bring them and you want to introduce them to the family. You need to hold off on these rocky relationships coming into to the family dinner. Yeah, this is a this is a general rule. This isn't just COVID. <laughs> this is like something that should be established across the board. I'm all for, you know, like, oh, this person doesn't have any place else to go during the holidays. They don't have a family right now. You know, bring them. Of course, you know, share and give. That's what the season's about. However, <laughs> if it is a new relationship, I mean, you had a role with, your, with, with me. You didn't bring me around nope. your huge family. Not that immediate family but the huge family yeah. until we were engaged yeah yeah you know it just is gonna save you for future things later on mm -hmm. i would say you know wait yeah especially because people family talks family tell your business family compare you to the other ex-girlfriends exactly. or ex-boyfriends that you were it setup. is it is and you know, some of your cousins are joke. Like I'm a jokester. Yeah. I'm I'm locked and loaded to make somebody feel bad for some reason. I don't know. I got it from Wyatt, my big brother. I am. Um, I'm like, oh, okay. I feel it as a threat. <laughs> why are you coming to? Why are you coming to our circle? It goes. And so yeah. I would. I would 
stay away from bringing the yeah not at thanksgiving yeah not at thanksgiving no okay number three family please we don't need to ask questions about exes right so if you don't see them then they're not there if you don't bring up this happens all the time like oh well what happened to george oh well how, how is vivica do no no okay because i mean this gonna go back to the number four you done brought somebody and then the next year you don't bring them so you know let's just we could save all of that yeah you know and and if if I wanted you to know about the ex, you would have known, right? You should have to ask about an ex. No. I'm not telling you for a reason. So, <laughs> so don't right. ask. How's he doing? How's he doing? Him. Yeah, I liked, I really liked that I guy. Liked yeah, did That's you? Rude. Did you? While well, he was cheating on me the whole time. Yikes. Yeah, right? You see? So, do not bring up exes. That's a good one. Okay, number two. If somebody is handing you a phone, with a picture and they want you to see a picture and they say only scroll left right yeah only scroll the direction that they tell you or do not scroll at all Mm -hmm. just look at that picture and say oh do not grab the phone and start scrolling that is very dangerous i mean on the flip side if you know you got stuff in your phone Get rid of it yeah, before Thanksgiving, yeah, or you give it. somebody the phone. Cause you know yeah. Thanksgiving, you want to share like, oh, I know, but look don't at, look, look what we did. Look oh, we family, went on vacation. Oh, do not did. be scrolling through those phones. That's a general it, rule. That as is well. a no, cause people do it. People do, and I wonder. <laughs> I need to stop. What you looking for? What, what you What you trying to see? Is they the investigators. <laughs> yeah, and that's family that, is that full of it. Yep. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then want to ask all them questions. No, don't do that. All right, so top one, top one, and this is probably the top one for us. So if you're listening and you know us, hear it, receive it in your heart. Mm. (laughs) Do not ask a couple when they're having more kids. Mm. This is going to go back to what I said earlier. Unless you are financially putting in on that relationship, those children, one, you don't need to ask. Two, you not in my uterus. Three, you not in this family, in this immediate family. Four, if I wanted to bring up kids, I would bring them up. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an open book. I'm gonna say it. So you saying when y'all gonna have more kids? What, what what's going on? What, what, when you gonna get pregnant? Oh, what are, all of that, I cannot stand it. And to be honest, because I'm real talk right now, I don't care who you are. <laughs> you can be my sister, whatever it is, I'm going to smile and try to move the conversation somewhere else. So I just, in general, I don't particularly care for those topics because it's a it's a setup for yeah, just, awkward situations. Yeah, awkward situations. <laughs> yeah. There are people who deal with infertility and it's a major issue and it might be a strain on their relationship and it might be a strain on their relationship with God. And you bringing up stuff like that. That you think is light. You think it's light. And because you done had kids in your 
teens and yeah. 20s. And yeah, you you had a kid at 65 and you think that it's just easy to have a kid First now. 65? I'm no, just saying. No. He's a miracle baby. You think it's easy to have babies. Listen, you just mention it to people. But that, that to me, is like come, coming to the new age. We actually, you don't need to be all up in another couple's uh, sex, sex life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay? Unless they, because you, you wouldn't want them sitting at the table and be like, yo, last night, raw, raw, that raw. booty was open. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> So, so you know, we're just talking, but serious, top five things not to talk about. When you're having kids, don't be scrolling through people's phones, bringing up exes, mm-hmm. introducing new relationships, and when y'all get married. Mm. No, mm-hmm. no, no. I have a question for you. How would you deal with the situation where there is a disconnect in the relationship with somebody on my side of the family that is uh like affecting affecting us like if if you did have a a disconnect with my mom or you did have a disconnect with my mom mm-hmm. or my sisters or my father how would you approach that situation you know what most of the time if something is with me it has to or deal with me it has to really be bothering me for me to even bring it up mm-hmm. and and the only way it's really going to bother me is if it bothers you or if it bothers action those are the people that i stand up for because i love you all so strongly i can't i can recall rather that i didn't really get along with somebody in your family and it was it wasn't a big deal but as soon as you had a problem with this person and you were like, I don't know why she would do that. And I don't know what, you know, and you would talk to me about it every day. I remember calling her by myself at home, like, hey, we got a problem. And because I don't want to see you hurt. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I would call your family. Like I said, we have a a relationship with everybody in your family. Your aunties, your uncles, everybody in your, your grandmother. I will call anybody and talk to them. And I feel that strongly because... Their family. What was what's gonna happen? What they gonna say? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see your face anymore. Okay. Well, you will. I'll be there tomorrow. I, you know, it's yeah. nothing that they could say mm-hmm. to me, other than we need to talk. We need to continue to talk, and and hopefully, you know, the conversation. You, you get a common ground or yeah, something like that. Something I'll, like see, that. I, that's mature. It's the maturity of I'm going to take it upon myself to make that call. That's a good way to handle it. Well, you you have some. What would you do? No, I would do the exact same thing. Okay. It's it's different for me because I'm a man, and I feel like sometimes I'm perceived as more aggressive. Just like as a black woman, you're you're perceived more as like having an attitude, right? All the time. So you know, <laughs> me with my beard. When I come to somebody, I have to come correct, right? So I have to approach the conversation with open ears. So I, I really want to hear their perspective on it. If if I have a problem with them, I just want to know, like, what's going on? Yeah. And I want to hear their perspective. And I don't want to hear it just to flip it and to, you know, well, you said this, so I'm flipping this and turning your words against you. I really want to understand because mm-hmm. if I'm doing this, it means the relationship is important to you. And it's important to you enough for me to try to mend it. Because if it's somebody that has a problem with me and you're like, whatever, then I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. I don't I don't have to fix it. But 
I would I would man up and just have that conversation. I think one of the cool things that happened with me and your dad, your dad and I, I don't know how to say it, but when I asked I asked uh his blessing for for me to marry you. Mm-hmm. I I was like I'm going to uh, I'm going to ask Lindsay to marry me. I just wanted to know if I could have your blessing. And I, I feel like that was a sig- like signal to him. Like, oh, he could come to me without her. Right. Almost. Yeah. Right. Because some guys, you know, they're like, oh, it's me and Lindsay. And let's go talk to your dad together. Yeah. Or let's something go like talk that. to your family together. Mm-hmm. That's And, you know, you have a father in your life you you have you know so you have this relationship of respect you know how to address and have that um attitude and so yeah i was in new york at the time mm-hmm. didn't know anything about it you didn't know anything and you about drove it drove up but... to the house and talked to my dad without me definitely that was huge it's, it's, it's super cool okay everybody welcome to the am i wrong segment <laughs> so this segment I'm actually going to play a couple of voicemails in this segment, and so you can hear this one now. This is the Terrells and Jackson. Are you wrong for speaking on your mate? Nope. As long as it's speaking in highly favor of them, even if it's not necessarily true to them, you are not wrong. Guru. This is Michael. Hi, guys. Um, Yes, Lindsay, you are wrong. Aaron can speak for himself. He is a big boy, and therefore you can send all questions and concerns directly to him. He can speak for himself. Hi, Lindsay. In my opinion, you are wrong only because, yes, your perception of him is your truth, so it's not wrong. But when your friends and family are asking about him, you're asking for his truth, which may be different from yours. Thus, you're wrong. So that was that was Gary and Gary, Gary, Michael, and Jasmine. One household, three different. Actually, two households because Jasmine is. That's true. And since it's a family episode, those are that is my my sister, my sister husband, and my niece. They said my sister and Jasmine. Notice, notice that his family chose his side, right? Okay, so his sister and his niece believe that he's right. Mm, Just want to mm. say that. And then, of course, Gary, who married into the family, completely understands oh, the perspective, the oh. unbiased perspective. Thank you very much, Gary. I, I think it's funny that the wife said that I was right and she the husband only, said that you were wrong. Because she only said that because she's your sister. I do not... I mean his siblings. Come on, guys. All right, and we got one more from your mom. <laughs> Here we go. Howdy, Akron and Bubble. Yes, on the Am I Wrong for episode 14, Just Right? Question about Bubble speaking on your behalf. I believe it is all right for a husband and a wife to speak about each other away from each other. So Bubble has said something about you in a certain situation. It appears to me that Bubble is bringing you into the situation while you are away. 
bringing you, she, she's including you, she's thinking about you. That appears to be the continuation of these feelings. I'm hearing a bubble towards you. And all right, say she gets it wrong occasionally. How terrible is that? Somebody heard I love me some chocolate and gave me the C's candy. You know, I don't care for it however way you want to address it. But you are able to address it. Try not to be what appears to be a perfectionist. And so bubble has to get you right 100% of the time. Is that what this is? Just right? It's all right to be mistaken. And have a conversation about it because I tell you, as long as I'm living, I'm learning and I seek to grow. I hope you will. So that was the edited version because she uses like <laughs> three minutes. She uses all the time. So yeah. I had to I had to cut it down. But basically she always says, always, every voicemail says that I am wrong and you are right. I don't know if that's true. Oh my. But I will say the majority of the time she sees the wider view of what's happening. And so appreciate that. And yes. she's a she's a counselor, right? She's, she's a marriage a counselor. She's a licensed marriage mm-hmm. and family psychiatrist. Mm. So maybe maybe she's just like, you know what? The wife should always be right. And that's like Happy keep wife, her. happy life. We already know this. That's so funny. And she was calling you bubble. Right? That is yes. her name for you. Yes. Uh, only her name. No one else calls you that, correct? No one else calls me that. So, you know, people are going to hear the voicemail like, why is she saying Bubble? Because that's her yes. pet name for her. All right. So let's go to my Am I Wrong? I'll make it quick. It's Thanksgiving. People mix food. I like to mix my Wendy's Frosty Chocolate Frosty with my French fries. I think that's classic. That's what you should do. Uh, and Lindsay does something on Thanksgiving or anytime she has some kind of soul food that I'm like, uh, that's not right. So am I wrong? Or actually, is Lindsay wrong? Ooh. Is her palate wrong? Okay, come on now. She's mixing. Tell her the, I was going to say, tell him the palate. She's mixing mac and cheese, which is a staple by itself with the candy yams she mixes her mac and cheese with her candy yams yeah it's delicious she got candy cheese all right (laughs) i think that she should you know separate it am i wrong you got you got thanksgiving five seconds There's no reason to dispute this because everybody I know actually mixes that, not mix them in the same bowl necessarily. It's not like stirring up soup. Wait, do you mix them in the same bowl? Yes, you do. I do. Okay. I do. But listen, you don't have to do all that. But anyway, it's a, it's a, it's a savory dish. So listen, I, I, let me know if you've done it because I actually think a lot of people do this for Thanksgiving and I thought you were going to ask. What if you had to have one Thanksgiving dish and that was the only thing you could eat, what would it be? But it's fine. I'll ask it on Instagram. Okay, (laughs) y'all. All right. So you can hit us up on Instagram at First Comes Love TCM. Or you could call the voicemail at 347 True Love. That's 347 878 5683. Or you can email us at Let's Talk 
at firstcomeslovethencomesmarriage.com. One more question okay. about family. Do you consider or do you have any friends that are like family? That you consider close, close like family? Okay, so, so family. One thing that they didn't tell you when you get married or where, actually when you grow up is that you could choose your family. And I feel like that's something that we've learned right when we got married. We can choose who we put into our, what we call family. And sometimes your brothers and sisters may not fit that role Mm. of a brother and sister when, when you're older. Right. And so you, it's almost like last, last episode, we were talking about cutting people off and, and a time and sometimes, yeah, seasons. Sometimes siblings or your mom, your dad might not fill that role as mom, dad, or sibling, uncle, or whatever it is when you get older. And the great thing about being an adult is you get to choose who is in your life. Mm -hmm. Right. And I really appreciate that. I have, I have brothers who, who are not of my mom and dad, right? I have nephew, I got Anthony, uh, Paji. These are guys I grew up with and I choose to still be around. I still confide in, I still, you know, support them. Gary BTZ. Like these are, these are. Well, Gary's family. Oh, Gary is family. He married, (laughs) he married in. Yeah. Uh, But these are people that, hold a place where my, you know, I, and I love my brother, but they hold a place of brotherhood, mm-hmm. not like, oh, they're a close. I got a card from our uh, Actions Godparents for my birthday. And I used to, I, I love cards. I used to hold them forever. Now I keep them for like maybe two or three weeks, but I do love cards. Mm-hmm. And so they got me a card and it said family. Family. Yeah, family. And it was like, you were a friend and you're part of our family now. Mm -hmm. And I I feel like, I feel like people should know that sometimes if, if there are toxic people in your life that you are blood related to, you don't have to deal with them. And if there's people in your life who are uplifting and they're positive in your life, Mm -hmm. then cling to those people and, you know, gravitate to the people who, who are positive, and and that's what family's about. Yeah. To me, you got any uh, family, family, family? I do, I do. Just a handful, <laughs> not even a handful. I know. I knew you were gonna I say that. Say, no, <laughs> you, you, you look to be like a whole handful. I was, no, <laughs> knowing the people that you know. If you miss a name, they gonna they gonna tell you about it. No, no, I don't okay. need to say names. Yeah. They know who they are, and mm-hmm. yeah, for sure, for sure, I'm I'm very clear. And the thing about me is, you know who's my family. You know who's important to me. The same way that people know that you're important to me, they know they know who's in, they know they almost know the hierarchy of importance people know christmas is important yes he's a dog but you know he's in our family he's a part of our family we write his name on cards and um christmas our dog which now you know everybody knows <laughs> yeah so yeah for sure i i completely understand that and this time was this time of covid was so difficult for me because 
I realized that I'm not seeing my family. Mm-hmm. You know, we, like you said, we established that friends into family early on in our marriage because we were away from our family. Most of our family lives in Los Angeles. We live in New York. And so the people that I see every day, every night, six days a week, I work six days a week. And, you know, the people we see on holidays, we don't come home for holidays because we both work, restaurant business, dance. It's, mm-hmm. it's, we see those people through and through day in and night, through holidays, through everything we're not seeing right now, which is so weird because I realized during this time I was just Marco Poloing um, somebody and I was like, man, I miss you. This is the longest time I haven't seen you in seven years. Mm. And that's, you know, that's seven years of our adulthood. So all that to say that uh, I agree with you. You do get to choose your family. You get to choose who is closest to you who's the most important to you and hopefully you choose the healthy relationship because like you said even though some people might be blood family if they're toxic they're toxic and yeah that's that i'm not saying everybody doesn't have to like completely let people go but guard your heart the bible says that guard your heart so if you need to have a responsibility to your parents and you're like, I'm going to honor and obey my parents, but I'm going to do it in a way that it's protecting me. That's what that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. So, baby. Yes. What are you most thankful for? What am I most thankful for? Let me be m- more clear. All right. What are you most thankful for this year? This year, 2020. This year, 2020. Yes. What am I most thankful for? Uh, I guess health, that my family's healthy. That is, I mean. Man. I w- we came back here from New York and and I got to see my family and they got to no action, right? I, I You know what? I think I'm most grateful for that my family got to know action during this year of his growth because we said at his birthday party, his one-year-old party, we said, we're not going to L.A. We were like, we're not coming back because we were trying to save money. We are paying off student loans and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, you're going to have to make an effort to know him. He, it'll be like a FaceTime family. Mm-hmm. And I, he he knows his his uncle Wyatt and his cousins and he knows his his god Mimi and his godmother and it's real it's really cool he could he goes into we have a sunday dinner every sunday <laughs> we have dinner every sunday at my aunt's house mm-hmm. and he now goes into the room and he says hi to everybody without even me prompting him. Mm-hmm. Hi, TT. Hi, Nana. Like hi, he Uncle Rocco. Yeah, and that's hi, his great uncle. Yes. Yeah. And so it's really cool that he can, that my family is getting to know action. And uh, and he's a wonderful, he's a spectacular child. Yes. Right. And I really, I'm really grateful for that. That would be my most grateful for the year 2020. That, you know, the pandemic kind of uh, sat us down, right? Mm-hmm. But that was that was a major plus. Mm-hmm. Yes. What are you most grateful for? I was going to, I'm still going to say health. And when you said health, it's, it touched my heart because 
health is one of those things. <laughs> My goodness, I'm getting teary. <laughs> health is one of those things that you, I feel like you don't appreciate until you don't have healthy. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have gone through various things with my health and I'm just so grateful that I'm healthy. I'm so grateful that we are here together, that our family is healthy, that every we can see your parents, you know, and they're high risk. They're over 60 and you know, actually, so is my mom. And yeah. so, you know, the grandparents and the great uncles and, you know, but we can see them because we are healthy. And it's just, it means so much, especially because, like we were saying earlier, this is our family that we don't get to see often. Mm-hmm. And so I am like, while I miss New- while I miss New York, I'm still so grateful to be out here with them because we don't we, we would not have had this time. Actually, would not have known them in this in this way. Mm-hmm. In this like, he literally smiles and gives the best hugs to Uncle Wyatt. Like, it's just it's such a good feeling to be in and to see, and also to be in LA having this Cali Christmas and this Cali Thanksgiving yeah. is different, but it's it's good and it it makes me feel so loved, so blessed to be here. So that's what I'm most thankful for this year. That's amazing. You got to have an attitude of gratitude. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Thank y'all for joining us on our 15th episode. Also, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening in, for contacting us, for DMing us, for voicemailing, for texting everything seriously y'all we really appreciate the support the communication it just makes my heart smile and it makes me feel connected during this time i hope you feel connected with us i hope you're learning some things about us and laughing with us so and having a conversation like it feels like sometimes we're having a conversation with them and when they give us the voicemail yeah. or they send the dm there we're actually in dialogue with each other so oh my goodness. we're really grateful for everybody who's listening yes y'all so again reach out tell us what you think about this episode you can dm us on instagram at first comes love tcm or you could call the voicemail at 347 true love that's 347-878-5683 or you can email us at let's talk at first comes love then comes marriage.com. See you next Friday. So, baby, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I cut you off. Yeah, you cut in. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's me. Okay. Yeah. I'm doing it. Ready? Mm. Hey y'all, welcome to the 15th episode of First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Aaron Jackson. And this episode, we're talking about family. Oh, am I too loud? No. Okay. <laughs> Why? I'm sorry. I got this. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yes. Hey y'all, welcome to the 15th episode of First Comes Love, Then Comes Marriage podcast. My name is Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Aaron Jackson. Oh, you know what? I didn't do it right. Because <laughs> I have to say on this 15th episode. Let me do it one more time. One more, take, one more. Take three. <laughs>
You know what I want to start doing? Whatever you want. Okay, I'm gonna start doing the first first and start in, a, in order now that we know what we're doing. We don't have to do backtrack. Okay, that was because we didn't know what we were doing. We know what we were doing. So. Cool. Hey y'all, welcome to. <laughs> you just said we knew what we were doing. We do, we know what we're doing. Just hold on, hold on. I, I'm ready. Okay, so you're sure you are. Thank y'all for joining us on our 15th episode, talking about family and gratefulness. Please let us know what you think. You can DM us on Instagram at first comes love, then comes Mary. Then comes babe with the baby. Girl. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy 